Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm also a certified Daring Way facilitator, um, and I'm also a mom to three kids and a husband of 12 years. So I'm really excited for this episode. Um, The last few episodes have been a little bit of heavier topics, and so today I'm really going to step into really loving on you and even prophesying over you. I'm going to talk a little bit about prophecy um, and how we can utilize prophecy in mental health and how that can be partnered and how that can be used. Some of the episodes that I've had recently, I um, there's actually four of them. So if you go back to the last four, I started with Angela Greenig, um, who is an amazing deliverance minister and has been in the ministry for 43 years. And then I had on Michael Norton, and he has a lot of experience working with deliverance, but also exorcisms. And he talks about that. One of the things that he told me outside of the interview was that he didn't ask for that job. So that wasn't something that he was saying, I want to go do this, but he said he was drafted. And so I find it very fascinating that there are people that are doing this work and it's very undercover work. I did a, an episode on Deliverance 101, which I just kind of dive into like the basics of deliverance and even led into prayer for that one. So make sure to check that out. That was last week on Monday. Um, and then last Thursday, I had on a guest named Adele, and she is from South Africa. Um, and she shared a very powerful testimony of coming out of Satanism, where she grew up in a Satanic cult. Um, and some of what she shared could have been difficult, upsetting to hear. Um, but I think this is one of those things where we can't be in the dark and it's why i had her on because what the enemy wants to use to destroy us god is actually going to use for good Um, and people like her are changing the world and that is exactly what she is doing and so i think it's important that we don't turn a blind eye that we learn about the things of the kingdom of heaven and we learn how we can operate in this place as well and to know that there's more that god doesn't want us to be in this place of heaviness and anxiety and PTSD and struggling with our marriage, he actually wants us free. And so let's pray. I pray that this episode is going to help you to really just move into more of God, especially if you've listened to the last four episodes and where we can kind of take a bigger step into what God has for us for the kingdom. So Holy Spirit, we just thank you for this time. We welcome you right now. I pray God that you be with the listeners no matter where they're at, if they're driving, even if they're at the gym, or if they're doing a million things at once, it's okay. God is right there with you. But we just welcome you, Holy Spirit. I pray for your grace to be over the listeners. and Just really open their heart to receive what it is that you have for us today. I pray that you guide me to speak exactly what it is that the listeners need. We pray for healing over depression, healing over anxiety, We pray for a connection with marriages, with relationships, with children. And we just call forth those who are hurting. And we pray, God, that your spirit can come in 
and break open the wounds and gently heal what the enemy tried to use to destroy. And so we thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you that you are here. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So as I said today, I want to talk about prophecy, but I also really want to love on you. I really just want to provide some ministry for you as well. Um, I will do some teaching. I will do some of the word. And I want to talk more about how do we move from what we see in front of our eyes, what we are struggling with in front of us, and how do we operate in that place of getting into the promises of God. Um, I think a lot of times we pray, and we need to pray, but we pray from the place of our struggle. We're not praying from heaven to earth. We're praying from earth to heaven. And we're really actually, we're seated in heavenly places. So we're actually meant to pray from heaven to earth, which means we have a heavenly perspective. And so I'm going to actually prophesy that over you, that you have a heavenly perspective. So when I say prophesy, that means I'm like saying what God has to say, because in his word, he is saying that there is more, there is more for us, greater things that you will do. That means that we're going to do more than what Jesus did. When I started learning about the things of God, I, I found myself Googling, do healing still happen? Do miracles still happen? And I just went from thing to thing. And there was this hunger that grew. And as I stepped back, after kind of diving in and learning a lot, I realized that I was a little weird. <laughs> I was like, why isn't anybody else doing the same thing? And it was that the spirit got a hold of me. And it's just like too late for the enemy now because I keep reading, I keep learning, I keep wanting to know more. And I feel like there are some of you that feel the same, but you don't have someone around you that's confirming this weirdness, which in the reality, it's actually not a weirdness. And so I just want to encourage some of you that when you feel that stirring, when you feel that hunger, that passion, God actually gave that to you and he has created you to actually do something for his kingdom. So wherever there's a stirring, wherever there's a passion inside of you, God's actually wanting to use that. It's not because there's something wrong with you. It's not because you're weird. And so I actually pray right now that you can find the people to encourage you. You can find the people around you that will help put together those dreams and those passions to actually make it come into fruition, that there can be fruit that can grow from it. Because I think sometimes we can feel alone. I've had that, I've had times where I feel really alone and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not getting confirmed for what it is that I'm thinking or what it is that I'm feeling and sensing? And he helped me to know that I'm actually hearing from him. And so if we don't learn to talk to other people that can confirm this in us, we can, we can think that there's something wrong with us. We can think that we're alone. And we're not alone. So something else I wanted to get from the last few episodes is that I want us to not turn a blind eye. So when there is something that you learn or that you kind of are like, it's something new and you hear about it, but you're not quite sure and you want to just judge and think that's not true or that's not real, I want you to get curious instead and just turn to wonder instead of jumping to judge and jumping to think that that's not true. Even if it's something that you don't agree with, I think we need to turn to be more curious. 
So I'm prefacing this for you because I'm going to actually step into talking a little bit about what prophecy is. Um, so I wrote a book called The Brave Encourager, and in this book I talk about how to pull the gold instead of pointing out the obvious, obvious dirt that we see in front of us. So if we have a um, spouse that we're struggling with or a child that we're struggling with, and we might say, well, they're being lazy, and the facts in front of you are... Maybe they don't have a job, maybe they're just watching TV and they're just eating chips, okay? I'm just giving you that as an example. So those are the facts, that's what you see in front of you. Well, how do we actually pull from heaven? How do we get anything, how does prayer do anything here? Well, we have to ask God, what is it that you see for them? How do you see it, God? Instead of just saying, God, help them to not eat chips, help them to get a job, help them to not be lazy. Like a lot of times that's how we pray. We pray from the problem instead of what it is that God sees. And so what, when we sit there and we can say, God, what is it that you see for my loved one? What's he going to show you? So I want to encourage you to actually do that and say, God, what is it that you see? And ask God what he sees for your loved one or for yourself. Whoever it is that you're struggling with, whether it's yourself or someone else, ask God what he sees. And I'm going to teach you actually how to declare it and how to pray. So whatever it is that you hear, let's say you hear God says, they're my child, or I love them. Then we can take that, that God shows you that he loves them and that they're, they're his child. That you can say, God, I thank you that you love my son. I thank you that you love my spouse. And God, I just declare that you love my spouse and they are a child of God. And I thank you for that. Even that's just a simple, you're not making any change. There's no, you know, get a job or anything like that. As you pray, the spirit can start moving in you and you might get something more. He, this, God might awaken in you that they actually really are very passionate about writing or passionate about people. And so you can say, God, I thank you that my son loves people. I thank you, God, for the sales jobs that are out there for my son. I thank you, God, that he went on a walk this morning with the dog. And all of a sudden you start, your mind starts remembering the things that God was actually doing in their life instead of the dirt that's in front of you. And so the book that I wrote is about encouragement, but I'm going to pull it a step further to actually go into prophecy and how we can kind of pull out and prophesy over people in our life. It, it moves a little bit beyond encouragement. And prophecy can be encouragement, but not all encouragement is prophetic, if that makes sense. So like a basic encouragement is, I'm so proud of you, good job. Like you're encouraging someone. Where prophecy is actually pulling out what God says. So prophecy could move into God loves you, which is also encouragement, okay? That, that is a prophetic word, God loves you. You can say that to anyone and that's prophetic, okay? So I'm going to just get the definition of prophecy. It's an inspired utterance of a prophet viewed as a revelation of divine will. There's many of them. I'm going to go to the next one. A prediction of the future made under divine inspiration. Such an inspired message or prediction transmitted orally or in writing. Um, another one that's a message from God. Okay, so I'm just giving you a couple. There's many different definitions of it. Um, there's two different ways that you can prophesy. There's foretell and then there's foretell. So foretell is to tell forth. So it's like the truth that one has that they may learn and be encouraged. Okay, so they speak forth a living message from God for the hour, for now. Like right now, this is what God is giving us as an encouraging message. 
Okay, so like if somebody is a prophet, they're using an interpretive gifts that they have to actually foretell the will and counsel of God. And then to foretell is to predict. You can tell the future before it occurs and they call it to prophesy. Each one is prophecy. Okay, and you can have the gift of prophecy and not be a prophet. There's some people that don't believe that prophets are around today. Some people that do. Okay, the Bible actually says that there are prophets. There's apostles, prophets, and I'm going to actually read from 1 Corinthians so that we can actually walk through this. Um, and I'm just giving you the information. You can go to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit what Holy Spirit has for you. Um, there are times when people are in their life and um, have a lot of passion for other people and have care for other people and they find out that they actually there's a call on their life and that they have a gift of prophecy and there's churches that un unfortunately aren't operating in that and so then that person might think oh like i was telling you before they think there's something wrong with them and they actually can end up being in the new age and moving into maybe being a psychic. Um, so if you listen to um, Michael Norton's episode, he actually talked about that, that there was a woman that he worked with. And it's why it's important for us to actually read the word of God and to ask God what he says about this. Um, people that are not, that don't believe that prophecy happens today have experienced a lot of negative things. And there are people that can abuse these gifts. They can use these gifts to actually hurt people, you know, by saying this is going to happen on this date and God said it's going to happen. So then we pass that date and then all these people are hurt because they thought that was going to happen and it didn't happen. Well, there's, and I'm not going to get into that in this episode, but I just kind of wanted to bring out some of the things that we can get a little bit uncomfortable with, with this topic. Um, and I just want to bring it back to the simplicity of what the Bible says and basic prophecy, ba basic prophecy is God loves you. That's like the basic, like that's the best basic, most important word, pro prophetic word that you can give anyone. And you will never be wrong if you give that word. Um, and so foretelling and foretelling, I would say very important to bring it to the word of God. And if you are in your quiet time and you sense things and you hear things, write them down and ask the Lord about it and go to the word of God. But it's really fun when you find out that there are, that God has more for you than what we have, some of us have experienced growing up in church. Okay. I didn't grow up with this. And so all of this is new to me. So I actually want to read first Corinthians chapter 12 to you, um, because I want us to kind of awaken to what God has to say about spiritual gifts and about prophecy and how we can partner with this with mental health. That if we see somebody struggling with depression, we can ask God, what do you see for them? Well, for sure, God's going to say, I love you. But God's also got some other things in there, which is, I pray that they will have peace. God, I declare that they are a peaceful person. God, I declare that they are a joyful person. I thank you, Lord, that they are a joyful person. And so we're moving it from the prayer to to declarations and prophecy. And so I prophesy that they will be joyful tomorrow. I prophesy that they will be joyful in the next year. And so we partner with heaven and we declare forth what God says about people in our life and about ourselves. And even though we don't see it with our eye, this is the part that is prophecy and why you have to partner with what God says, even though we don't see it. And you keep partnering and you keep praying and you keep prophesying until it happens. 
All right, so I'm going to start with um, the very beginning of verse 1. So now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. So this is Paul speaking. You know that when you were pagans, so non-believers, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. So they're focusing on idols. They're focusing on stuff. Therefore, I inform you that no one who is speaking by the word of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is guiding us. There are different gifts, but the same Spirit. So it's all the Holy Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. There are different ways of working, but the same God works all things and all people, which means we have different churches. They all have different gifts and they all are working for the same God, the same Holy Spirit. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit of the message of wisdom. So here are the gifts, gift of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by the same Spirit, that's word of knowledge. To another, by the gift of faith by the same Spirit, the gift of faith. To another, the gift of healings. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits, so distinguishing of spirits. Some people call that discernment of spirits to another speaking in various tongues, and to another still the interpretation of tongues. So there's nine of them that he identifies in this chapter. All of these are the work of one and the same spirit who apportions them to each as he determines. So God determines this. We don't determine it. You can't force it on someone else. He determines it. We ask him, okay, the body is a unit, though it is composed of many parts, and although its parts are many, they are all Form one, they all form one body. So it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Greeks or Jews. So no matter where we come from, we're all diverse, slave or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. For the body does not consist of one parts, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would make it would that make it any less part of the body? And the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. That would make, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the members of the body. So the church, each one of them, according to his design, if they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. So we're all one body. There's unity. So I'm going to skip ahead to the end here. Chapter 27, verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ. So you are, and each one of you is a member of it. And in the church, God has appointed first the apostles. Here's where I was talking about before. Second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, those with gift of healings, helping administration and various tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles have the gift of healing, speak in tongues, interpret? But eagerly, eagerly desire the greater gifts. And now I will show you the most excellent way. So there's our Paul's words saying to us that we are to seek the greater gifts. So when God actually gives you a gift, we are to continue to keep seeking. And this is why there's that hunger and there's that desire that there is more. And so I want to encourage you to come and to read this chapter in the Bible and ask God what he has to say about it.
And how do we partner with him? How do we work with him to find out? And so chapter 14 in 1 Corinthians talks about that you would pursue love, earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, but especially that you would prophesy. And chapter 13 actually is the verse about love, okay? That the greater gifts of these is love. And so it's sandwiched, you know, there's their spiritual gifts, spiritual gifts, you know, 12 and 14, and then in 13, it talks about love. And so what that means is, if you're not in love, don't prophesy, okay? Prophesy could be, here, here's, a prof, here's a prophecy that's actually not positive. They're going to get a divorce. He's going to continue to have depression for another 10 years. He's going to keep having PTSD. That is prophecy, but it's not positive and it's not in love. Okay, so we do it all the time. We actually prophesy negative things all the time without even realizing it. So I'm doing this episode because I want to awaken this in you to learn how to be more encouraging towards yourself and towards other people. And so when there's dark things that happen to us that we can actually step forward in hope and we, we can move into that place of what God has to say. And so Holy Spirit, we just thank you for partnering with you. We thank you for the new things of God. We thank you that we can seek greater things. And right now, Lord, I just ask that you be with the listeners. And I feel like some of you actually want these gifts, but it's new to you. So all you need to do is just say, God, I want these gifts. I don't understand them, but I want them. So that's all you need to do is just say, God, I want the gifts of the Spirit. He just needs your yes. And so God, right now, I just pray for the listeners to start walking in the gifts of the Spirit. That there is a call on their life for them to do the greater works. Right now, I pray for the gift of prophecy. That they can hear from you because you say, my sheep hear my voice. And so I pray for the gift of prophecy over themselves over people in their life, over their workplace, over their neighbors. And I pray that things will start bubbling up and will start coming out of their mouth and they don't even know where it's coming from, but it's coming from you. Yeah, I feel like there's some of you that have actually already operated in the gift of prophecy. You didn't know that you were doing it. Where you've said things to other people and that it was actually telling something that God actually had for them, but you were not aware that you were actually prophesying. And so we thank you, God, for the gift of prophecy over people already. I pray that you awaken the dead gifts, awaken the dead things that you've actually given them. So we pray for an awakening right now, energy to come forth, fresh wind from heaven right now. And some of you, I feel like you've had experiences, spiritual encounters, but you weren't sure what it was because there wasn't anyone that affirmed it for you. And so I just pray for an awakening of those experiences as well. That God's reminding you of times where you've actually experienced his presence. That these are things of God. And I'm doing this because it connects us to him and that connects us to life. And so it takes away 
when we're feeling heavy, when we're anxious, when we're struggling with any mental health symptoms. These gifts that God gives us increases the kingdom of God and it decreases the kingdom of darkness, which is what I've talked about in the last four episodes. Because God loves you so much. He has huge plans for you. Huge plans. But the enemy tries to tell you, nope, this isn't real. Nope, you're thinking too big or you're too selfish. Or nope, that's not for you, that's for other people. Guys, I'm just a regular person that just said yes to Jesus. And I'm doing these podcasts and wrote a book. Like, he has plans for you too. He has things that he wants you to do. It might not be speaking, but it might actually be a leadership role in your job. I feel like there's some of you that you have a leadership role, but you're quieter. You're a quiet leader, but you are humble. And I honor that humility that you have. I honor it. And so I pray for open doors for you, for favor, that you can step into leadership roles that the Lord will actually guide your steps. And so I I also pray for uh, remembrance of the Lord because I also think some of you are like, you're moving so fast in your life and you have so many things that you have going on and that you don't ever stop to slow down to even think, oh yeah, that was God. And so I just pray right now for a quickening of that even in the busyness of life, the presence of the Lord is there with you and he's guiding you in your busyness. And so I prophesy that you are mighty men and women of God, that you are leaders, that you have the gift of prophecy, that you have other gifts of the Spirit that the Lord is giving you, that you are hungry for the Lord, that depression is becoming smaller and smaller, and for many of you, it's gone. And I declare that it's gone that there's the joy of the Lord is your strength. And for some of you, anxiety is just flittering away in the wind and you can barely see it anymore. And his peace is coming in. The hunger of the Lord is just like, there's, there's some of you that's just bubbling up and you're like, wait, didn't I just struggle with the fight with my spouse last night? Wait, didn't that just happen? Yep, it happened. Okay, so your eyes see it, your, your brain remembers it. But the Lord is bringing forth new things. He's bringing forth peace. He's bringing forth his joy. And so I prophesy over those of you who have been struggling in your marriage that the Lord is going to turn your marriage around. That you are going to be intimate with each other. I break off all hurt, all pain, all negative messages that have been sent to each other. And I just pray for restoration of the family. Some of you have had issues in your extended family, and I just pray that God is going to bring restoration. There is healing that's coming to your family. There's healing that's coming to your marriage, to your children. I just release the presence of the Lord in your home. car, your computer, your phone, your workplace, the doorknobs of your house. 
I just release the glory of the Lord in your doorknob. So every time you touch the door, it's like, there's the Lord, there's the Lord. Your garage, the sports teams that your kids are on or that you're on, the schools, that the Lord is just, his presence is there. We just release his presence. And his presence is there with people who even don't believe. So I just break off any any limitations that you have had with people who don't believe that when you operate in the gift of prophecy it doesn't mean that you're like speaking god to everyone that an encouraging word can be prophetic and that you're going to actually speak prophetic and encouraging words to people and they don't even know that it's god and your job is to give the word and the holy spirit now starts to move and so i pray that you are going to see fruit grow from people being transformed in your lives. And so we thank you, Lord, that the kingdom of darkness is like in a little ant and that you are so big, we can't even imagine it because you're so big, that we operate from heaven to earth, that we are seated in the throne room of heaven. You are seated in the throne room of heaven that God is guiding your words. He's quick to forgive. Even if a thought comes up, even if something comes out of your mouth, he's quick to forgive. And he's there to show you his way because he adores you and he is using you mightily. I pray that anything that I said in this episode that wasn't useful, that you're able to just let it go, but you're able to take what was useful for you So we thank you, Lord, for the healing that's coming over your people. I thank you, Lord, that you love your people so much. He loves you so much. So I pray that you guide them this next week to start stepping into new things of God, to start speaking out encouraging words, prophetic words that we will utter from heaven to earth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.